One's a movie buff. One watches movies just enough. Together, fun will be had by all. This is Nadine Katie at the Movies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Nadine and Katie at the Movies. I am your host, Nathan, a.k.a. Nadie, of course. And on today's episode, once again, Katie is not with me, but she should be returning next episode when we review Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Super excited about that. But before we get to that, I have to review this movie, Chevalier. But before I jump into that review, of course, as always, I'm doing a synopsis. So this movie is based on the true story of Joseph Bologna, Chevalier del Saint Georges, the illegitimate son of an African slave and a French plantation owner who rises to heights in French society as a composer before an ill-fated love affair. This movie stars Kelvin Harrison Jr. as Chevalier. He was in movies such as Loose and Monsters and Men. This movie also stars Lucy Boynton as Marie Antoinette. She was in Murder on the Orient Express. And this movie also has Samara Weaving as Marie Josephine. And she was in the movie Ready or Not. I am a big classical music fan. So when I saw the trailer for this movie, I was automatically intrigued. Another reason I wanted to go see this movie is because I had never heard of this person. And it's really, really sad that I've never heard of this person. And apparently a lot of the background paperwork, all this stuff about this person had been lost for centuries because of Napoleon Bonaparte. He wanted all of his work destroyed because Chevalier, I'm going to go by that name, which isn't his actual name. It's actually a title, but I'm going to go by that name anyway. So Chevalier actually ended up fighting in the French Revolution. And he was not a fan of Marie Antoinette. He was not a fan of Napoleon Bonaparte. And so that's why he started fighting in this war. And so that's why Napoleon Bonaparte wanted all of his work destroyed. Until just, I don't know if it was crazy recently, but recently his work and his life story has been found and has been told. And this is the product of that. So. As with any movie based on true events, like movies such as Air, Bohemian Rhapsody, Elvis, there's always a hint of truth in these films, but also there's also a, a kind of a further away from the truth to fit a certain story. And that's what this movie did, because uh, like I said in the Air review episode, if you didn't, haven't listened to it, go ahead and listen to it. But like I said in that episode, sometimes when I after I see a movie that's based on true events, I go online and I look up the information to see how re, how true it was or how fiction it was. And I did this with this movie mostly because I had never heard of this person. You know, I had never heard of this composer who wrote all of this beautiful music, and so I just wanted to see what was real and what wasn't. And they changed a good bit. Now, when I say the word change, I say that word very lightly 
because like I stated before, a lot of this guy's history was erased for the longest time. And so when I found this article online about this person, a lot of it said it could be true. It probably isn't true, but it also could be true. So when I say they change things, I don't know if that's necessarily true, which is why with this movie, I was kind of okay with the historical quote unquote changes. Unlike with movies like Bohemian Rhapsody, which for no reason made changes to Freddie Mercury's life story, which are all well documented. Like that, that's the reason why they were able to fact check that movie so well is because everything that happened in that movie is documented. And so it could be said, that's not when that happened. And yes, that's when that happened. And why did they change this? You know, so with this movie, that couldn't really be done. And so that's why I was okay when I read that article, like not that many things were changed for this film. There is one thing that might have made a difference in the life of this person, but they didn't they didn't show it that way in the film that may have changed things. Actually, may not may. It, it would have changed things in this person's life. And that thing is, in the movie, it shows that he is separated from his mother when he was a child, which is true. But it shows he does not get reunited with his mother for years. Like, basically, when he becomes an adult. And according to what I found, that's not true. He was reunited with his mother when he was nine years old. And so he had his mother a good bit of his life. And so I think that would have changed his mindset and that would have changed his upbringing just a smidge. And so doing that, you know, having him grow up in this French society as an African-American changed his mindset of how he viewed himself and how he viewed the people around him and how he viewed his mother when she does eventually show up in the film. Um, it reminded me of the show that I'm presently doing it's called Jelly's Last Jam. It's based on the life of Jelly Roll Morton, who was a famous jazz musician. And he was a Creole. And so he's African-American, but he didn't see himself as an African-American. He saw Creole as separate from the African-Americans that he had met you know, on the street and whatever. And so essentially, he is racist against fellow African-Americans because he sees himself as a certain way. He grew up a certain way and so he carries himself in that in that manner and he has that mindset of i'm better than you because he might have been slightly lighter skinned and so that's what chevalier kind of does with his mind you know he's separated from his mother in the film and he grows up without his mother for so many years that he sees himself only worthy of the French society, which is predominantly white. And so he basically kind of pushes away his, his family, his past. Uh, there's a part in the film where he's writing some music and his, his mother is there and she starts humming this song that she would hum to him at, when he was a child. And she said, do you remember me humming that to you as a child? You should put that in your music. And he turns to her and he says, there are standards that must be met. And that's a sharp line. That's a sharp, hurtful line. And that's just 
where he starts. And then of course the progression of the film and the things that he deals with, it just comes full circle and he realizes that he needs to be proud of who he is and where he came from and, and show that in his music. And then of course he gets stabbed in the back multiple times by people he felt were his friends, his lovers. You know, he was friends with Marie Antoinette. They worked together on operas and music and things like that. But then the pressure of the society, because she's the queen kind of bombards on her and she basically turns her back on him when he's offered this high position in the opera. She turns his back on him. And then he ends up having a relationship with Marie Josephine, played by Samara Weaving. And she basically turns back on him as well because she's married. And I was worried, really worried that this film was going to glorify the affair. And I was actually thankful that it didn't because, you know, movies sometimes do that. You know, the woman has a, a quote unquote, really bad husband. And so she falls into the arms of the really nice guy. And so the husband becomes somewhat of a villain. I mean, they still kind of did that, but I'm glad that they didn't have them, spoiler alert, live happily ever after. They don't. But I want to get to my likes and dislikes of this film. I kind of dove into a little bit of uh, the research that I did, which was interesting because, again, I'd never heard of this person. But I want to get into the the acting aspects, which is one of my biggest likes. This film had very, very well done acting. Kelvin Harrison Jr. does a very good job as Chevalier. He he shows the pain that he feels, the kind of tug of war between the French society and his past. He he does he just does a really good job. He he shows the hurt that he feels when all these people are just portraying him one after another. Lucy Boynton as Marie Antoinette does a really good job because she plays this friendly character at the beginning with Chevalier. And then you slowly see this descent into just a really mean, almost evil, but very mean, spiteful person who's only using Chevalier to the end where she, you know, she's only looking after herself and the monarchy and her queendom. And so I thought she did a fantastic job. But I think the person that I, I really enjoyed the most acting wise was Samara Weaving. I think she did a phenomenal job as Marie Josephine. This character goes through a lot in this film. I won't go into too much because I really do recommend this film. And it kind of was disheartening that I was the only person in the theater to go see this movie when I went to go see it. It came out the same weekend as Evil Dead Rise, which was originally the movie I was going to go see. But I decided not to because I wanted to go see a movie that I genuinely was interested in seeing. And that was Chevalier. I didn't want to just go see a movie because it was on a list of films that I'm following. You know, I didn't want to do that. I wanted to see a movie that I actually was like, I kind of want to see that. And so Chevalier was that film. And I was not disappointed. I thought the music was really good. I thought 
the cinematography. I mean, it looked beautiful. It was just a really well done film. The only hang up I would have, and this is the only hang up, and I wasn't surprised that it was, it felt this way, but it felt like the film was very slow at times. It's not your, t- you know, it's not like the typical Hollywood blockbuster action film. This is very much story driven, very much character driven, which are not bad things. But when you're seeing a late showing of a film like this, you do, you feel it. You feel it at times. That being said, I still very much enjoyed this film. And I originally was going to give it lower than what I'm about to give it right now. I would give Chevalier a six because it was entertaining. Yes, it changed some things to fit the narrative. But I didn't think that was detrimental to the film. I think it told the story it wanted to tell. The acting was very superb. And it dealt with a topic that is of interest to me, classical music. And so it was just a very good film. And it was kind of like how I felt with the movie Air. It's a breath of fresh air that it's not a sequel. It's not connected to anything. It's just a film that I enjoyed. So I'm going to give Chevalier six stars out of six. I just really, really enjoyed this film. So next up is a mystery movie. If you're following us on our social media, you have seen that we're not telling you what I'm going to see next. You're just going to have to listen to the episode when it comes out. So I don't really have a closing thing to say for this. So I'm actually going to let you listen to something that I think is the cutest thing in the world. Thanks for listening to Nady and Katie at the Movies. Feel free to leave us a review so people can find the show. Follow us on all our social media platforms. And if there's a movie that you want us to watch, feel free to contact us at nadyandkatie@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.